This is RCT number 6, I Believe in God. This is the Roman Catechism of Trent, page 16 to 17, part 1, the Creed, article 1, phrase 1, section 2. God give you his peace, in nomine Patris, Sifidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell in us, cleanse us and save us, you who are all good, Amen. In nomine Patris, Sifidi, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. And two real quick announcements. Again, I will say the Catechism, and then read it, and then I will say me, Padre, and then explain it. And then I'll go back to the Catechism, saying, here's the Catechism, and read it. And then I'll say, me, Padre, and explain it. And one other quick note, I'm on Telegram. As you may have heard from my last podcast with that Navy SEAL, I'm less and less on Facebook and Twitter, or at least that's my goal. But Telegram is going to be my go-to. It's also less invasive in my life and yours. So you can follow me on that app called Telegram. My channel is called Padre Peregrino. Hope you can join me on that. Now we are in RCT6, I Believe in God. The Catechism reads, From these words we may learn how exalted are the dignity and excellence of Christian wisdom, and what a debt of gratitude we owe to the divine goodness. For to us it is given at once to mount, as by the steps of faith to the knowledge of what is most sublime and desirable. Knowledge of God more easily obtained through faith than through reason. There is a great difference between Christian philosophy and human wisdom. The latter, guided solely by the light of nature, advances slowly by reasoning on sensible objects and effects, and only after long and laborious investigation is it able at length to contemplate with difficulty the invisible things of God, to discover and understand a first cause and author of all things. Christian philosophy, on the contrary, so quickens the human mind that without difficulty it pierces the heavens and, illumined with divine light, contemplates first the eternal source of light and in its radiance all created things, so that we experience with the utmost pleasure of mind that we have been called, as the Prince of the Apostles says, out of darkness into his admirable light and believing, we rejoice with joy unspeakable. 1 Peter chapter 1. Okay, me Padre. Now, I don't, I don't mean this condescendingly, but here is why leftists act insane and they ignore all the data and the reason. Listen again to that line from the old catechism. Christian philosophy so quickens the human mind that without difficulty it pierces the heavens and illumined with divine light contemplates first the eternal source of light and in its radiance all created things. Okay, so notice right there that Christian philosophy doesn't only illumine items of theology, but even created things. So, okay, let's go way back in history. Like, before Jesus was born, we all know the stories of really violent pagans, but there was a few good pagans like Socrates and Plato. Such men could come to know some truths about God, like he's one and true and good, but they could never know that God is a trinity of persons. But then today, why don't more, say, high pagans know that God is one and true and good? Well, theology aside, we can say that many secularists don't know the basics of philosophy and politics because their minds are clouded to even basic philosophical truths. St. Thomas Aquinas explains in the very first paragraph of his enormous Summa Theologica, Hence it was necessary for the salvation of man 
that certain truths which exceed human reason should be made known to him by divine revelation, even as regards those truths about God which human reason could have discovered, it was necessary that man should be taught by a divine revelation, because the truth about God, such as reason could discover, would only be known by a few, and that after a long time, and with the admixture of many errors. Okay, now that's an amazing line, because notice that St. Thomas Aquinas, he's not talking about theology. He's actually talking about philosophy. Of course, it goes without saying that without Christ, man will fail in understanding very advanced theology. But St. Thomas Aquinas is saying he's even going to fail in basic philosophy. That's pretty fascinating. He's saying that a good man will hardly limp along to find the basic truths of philosophy. And we can put under that aegis of philosophy, sociology, anthropology, all the basics of life. The things that just human reason could have discovered are even going to be darkened. Why? Because even those basic truths of philosophy and politics, notice we're not even talking theology yet, even those basic truths are clouded by a mind living in original sin or mortal sin. And that is why really basic truths are known, even today, apparently, by only a few people, and after a long time, and with a mixture of many errors. So here we're talking about good people. We're not talking about the far left. We're talking about people who actually care about the truth. So think of the Daily Wire. You have Jews like Ben Shapiro and his friend Dave Rubin. You have people like Jordan Peterson. Now, none of these people are obviously great Catholics, and yet they still find some basic truths. But why are these philosophers even seeking after some truth so few? Because, as St. Thomas Aquinas shows, even before we get to that topic of theology, um, this, the group of people who are going to find basic philosophical truths are going to be, according to Thomas Aquinas, few, and they're going to come to that truth after a long time, and with the admixture, he says, of many errors. So this is really why so many traditional Catholics alive today shouldn't be shocked that, say, Jordan Peterson approves of alternative marriages or that Ben Shapiro is against abortion, but he is for contraceptives, even contraceptives that cause abortions. So these men, I see these men, people at the Daily Wire who aren't Catholic as good men, kind of good pagans of the day, maybe I don't know if Jordan Peterson's a Christian yet. If he's not, we can call him a good pagan, a high pagan. We have the good Jews of our day, like Ben Shapiro. Uh, but none of them are going to get divine revelation right without Christ till he's the center of their lives. But notice what I just showed you, that even natural law issues like marriage for Jordan Peterson or um, issues for, for um, Ben Shapiro, not only is he going to fail understanding Christ as the Messiah, he may even be lost on the fact that the pill causes abortions until Christ is the center of his life. Is that because you can't discover that through medicine? No, you really can study that in medicine. But we will see that um, Peterson and Shapiro get many things um, wrong in their lives because they don't have divine revelation. But other things are going to get right because St. Thomas Aquinas says that a few of an age's best philosophers can, without Christ, come after a long time to some truths, but, oh, this is so key. How do those truths come packaged? Boom. With the mixture of many errors. So that's why traditional Catholics shouldn't be so shocked that the best conservatives of our day, who aren't traditional Catholics, are going to have a mixture of many errors because they don't have divine revelation, at least not to the fullest. So there you have good 
but not holy men at the Daily Wire explain in the very first paragraph of the Summa. These men believe in God. People like Shapiro and Peterson, they believe in God, just like the title of this RCT, I Believe in God. But they don't realize everything important to God. Why? Because they don't have the fullness of divine revelation illuminating not only the parts of their intellect seeking supernatural truth, but even those parts seeking natural truth. So the RCT then continues not with philosophy, but with something that is higher, which is Christian divine revelation. Justly, therefore, do the faithful profess first to believe in God, whose majesty with the prophet Jeremiah we declare incomprehensible, Jeremiah 32.19. For as the apostle says, He dwells in light inaccessible, which no man has seen nor can see, 1 Timothy 6.16. As God himself, speaking to Moses, said, No man shall see my face and live, Exodus 33.20. The mind cannot rise to the contemplation of the deity whom nothing approaches in sublimity unless it be entirely disengaged from the senses and of this in the present life we are naturally incapable. Okay, mi padre. So what this is saying is that no amount of study, even for a smart conservative at the Daily Wire, can get you to approach that unapproachable light of the Trinity to see the face of God. You can't do this well, you can't even do this on earth as a good Catholic before death, but you can't even have the beginnings of this without grace and supernatural faith here on earth. The Catechism again continues on this topic of knowledge of God obtained through faith is clearer. The Roman Catechism of Trent continues, But while this is so, yet God, as the Apostle says, left not himself without testimony, doing good from heaven, giving rains and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness, Acts 14.16. Hence it is that the philosophers conceived no mean idea of the divinity, ascribed to him nothing corporeal, gross, or composite. They considered him the perfection and fullness of all good, from whom, as from an eternal, inexhaustible fountain of goodness and benignity, flows every perfect gift to all creatures. They called him the wise, the author and lover of truth, the just, the most beneficent, and gave him also many other appellations, expressive of supreme and absolute perfection. They recognize that his immense and infinite power fills every place and extends to all things. Okay, mi padre. So what the Catechism of Pope St. Pius V is saying here is that people like Socrates and Plato, perhaps because they had less sin cloud in their mind, could come to some truths about God, namely, that he was spirit, he was eternal, good, wise, and kind, and that the one God was the author and lover of truth. But then even these aspects of God, known before the birth of Jesus, even these are clearer in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Catechism explains this. These truths, the sacred scriptures express far better and much more clearly, as in the following passages. God is a spirit, John 4, 24. Be perfect, even as also your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5.48 All things are naked and open to his eyes. Hebrews 4.13 Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Romans 11.33 God is true, as found in Romans 3.4 I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 
Thy right hand is full of justice. Psalm 47.11 Thou openest thy hand and fillest with every blessing living creatures. Psalm 144 And finally, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy face? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I descend into hell, thou art there. If I take my wings early in the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, Psalm 138. And do I not fill the heaven and the earth, saith the Lord, Jeremiah 23, 24. Okay, mi padre, so where's natural reason can show a decently good man or decently good woman who doesn't have Christ the center of their life in rare occasions that God is spiritual and eternal and good and wise and kind? Well, even those basic aspects are illuminated by someone who opens their Bible even more than a decently good person who has natural reason. And that's why we just heard all those quotes from Scripture on how God is true and how he is life and how he's everywhere and how he's good. So again, a few high pagans like Socrates and Plato, maybe even some non-Catholic decent folks today like Peterson and Shapiro, because they have less sin, I don't want to say none, less sin clouding their mind, they can come to some truths about God. Namely, that he's spirit, and that he's eternal, and that he's good and wise and kind, and even that the one true God is indeed the author and the lover of truth. But here's the thing. Without divine revelation, even the best pagan or Jew could not have known that God himself would love us enough to become incarnate and to die to save us from our sins. And that we will see in future sections of the RCT. Roman Catechism of Trent number seven will be called The Certainty of Our Faith. Please say an Our Father for me at Benedictio Dei Omnipotentis, Patris et Fidi, et Spiritus Santi, descendet super vos, et maniet semper. Amen.